Stained glass window, candelabras Eat my ass like a chupacabra Show me where you're pissed from Show me where you're pissed from Show me where you're pissed from, bitches I'm Kate's line ever And that is Our Squirtle Myrtle Simone If you listened last episode You know why she's called Squirtle Myrtle If you didn't, if you don't, I bet you can guess. <laughs> yeah, and you should go back and listen to what happened when she go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Is that what that song's about? <laughs> well, it says don't go chasing waterfalls. So I, I would hope they don't discourage it. <laughs> we don't kink shame. No, TLC, Jesus, you wore condoms on your glasses. Shame in the squirters. Just kidding. We love you. RIP left eye. Yeah, Simone, laugh. Laugh at it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> swiftly. Very swiftly. Like a waterfall. We have. Dakota Wild, and she almost like if I had emotion which I rarely do but it almost came out during that interview along with a high-pitched what <laughs> yes <laughs> that's exactly what happened she shocked the shit out of me you know I had no idea <laughs> She's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Such a nice person. So mm -hmm. here's Dakota Wild, bitches. Okay. All right, Simone, get your sexy voice on. I'm ready. I'm definitely ready. <laughs> Our guest today is an author who writes books that will not only have you laughing out loud, they will have your panties wet. Yes. We love her. It's Dakota Wild. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most amazing introduction I think I've ever received. <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate. It's completely accurate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. And she influences how much Mexican I, food I eat during a book as well. <laughs> yeah, all the tacos. Yes, I ordered so much Mexican mid-book of my teacher's dirty secret. I'm like, Simone, this is not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was delicious. <laughs> oh, so tell us, how did you start writing? Because it's amazing. Thank you. Um, well, I've always, I've always loved reading and I've loved writing. Um, and then the start of this year, I just pulled the trigger and I was like, this is it. I'm going to do it. My kids are in school. I don't have an excuse anymore. I have the time. So I'm going to pursue my dream. And I gave myself a deadline Yeah. and I put it out there in the world. Like this is happening. <laughs> and it, I stuck to it. Wow. That's amazing to like take the leap. Like, were you nervous or scared at all? Oh, every day. 
yeah <laughs> still oh too oh my god and like did you have anybody that you looked up to or like someone that kind of helped you through the process well I definitely have to give massive props to my husband because mm-hmm. he was insanely encouraging he was my rock mm-hmm. during all of the times that I would get in my head yeah. and I would let other people's voices or my own voice kind of tell me I couldn't do it and I would I would show him what I wrote yeah. and he would be like babe this is amazing like you have to keep going like keep writing keep going so without him with without him giving me constant encouragement I don't mm-hmm. think I would have gotten through any of the books wow <laughs> That's amazing. That's so especially with Hell House, because he, um, I had a deadline and I was having a hard time writing mm-hmm. and he goes, okay, if you don't write, I will spam you with pictures of a celebrity that you don't like <gasps> and scare you. <laughs> I've never written so fast. <laughs> oh my God. I would die. I was. <laughs> oh, that's the best motivation. It really was. I was like, okay, you got me. You found my Achilles heel. <laughs> Fine, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the most surprising thing you've learned from like self-publishing and entering the indie world? Mm. I mean, everything has been a learning process. I don't, I don't know if that I can pick just one that yeah. was surprising because it's, it's definitely a beast to tackle when you're doing everything yourself. Yeah. Um, having to do lots of research because um, I did the cover for, for Hell House mm-hmm. and just trying to fiddle with like what is going to work there. Mm-hmm. And then I think for me, the hardest part of writing has been the marketing. Um, because I can sit in the writing cave all day, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, uh, coming up with like a TikTok or an Instagram graphic, um, and doing all of that on my own has been, that's been challenging. So trying to find what works there. Oh yeah. Cause TikTok is like, it's not 30 seconds to make a video. It's like an hour of video Yeah, when you put it together. So it has to be so time consuming. Absolutely. Oh God. I, we recently learned too, that Amazon if you use certain words you get thrown into the erotic category yes <laughs> yeah yeah I got thrown in there yeah like <laughs> how it was me <laughs> um they did not like so they can go through certain parts of your book or certain parts of your description mm-hmm. and immediately you go there so with um both of my books the spice starts you know, pretty early on, mm-hmm. um, because in Hell House chapter one, there's somebody yeah. having some things <laughs> go on <laughs> and they were like to jail. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so it's, it is a hit or miss. Uh, the categories on Amazon has been incredibly tricky to mm-hmm. nail down lots of, um, emails back and forth. Mm-hmm. with with Amazon tr- trying to get my book in the correct category yeah and does it work to email them or is it like 50 50 oh it's hit or miss it's hit or miss I ended up in contemporary fantasy fiction oh. um I'm not sure how I got there 
fantasy fiction. Ooh. That I was like, I was going for paranormal and I'm just like, where are we? <laughs> yeah, we learned that too, that like Omega Verse 2 could get you in the erotica chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's definitely, it's definitely been a, a whole learning curve. Yeah. Um, but I have to say there are so many amazing authors in the community, so many Mm-hmm. readers and PAs and people who just are willing to help and assist and and dedicate their time even, even if they're not getting paid they'll just sit there with you and help you and be like oh I did this before here like let me walk you through what I did wow that's, that's amazing yeah I love that so are you still like able to read a lot now that you write or do you miss that part of life um, I don't get to read as often mm-hmm. as I'd like to, or as often as I did before I started writing, but I do try to make time because I find that I write better when I'm reading. So really? I, I do carve out. Yeah. I feel like there's certain things that'll trigger my brain, like a word. I'll be mm-hmm. like, Oh, I love, I love the way they use the word. I don't know. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Um, the way that they use the word, I think I wrote one down today. I was like, Ooh, eccentric, or I liked the way that they use the word, um, nestled and I'm like, Oh, and then I'll write down the word and I'll try to find where I can use that in my writing later, Mm -hmm. because it's just, it's very inspiring to me to like figure out different words. Um, not so much plot or character or anything, but I get inspired by like, oh, I loved, like, nestled. <laughs> like, I just, it, like, tickled my brain in the right place. Oh, that's so cool. That. Yeah. Are you somebody who plots, since you mentioned that word? Um, I, <laughs> I had a plot. <laughs> it was derailed. <laughs> Um, I know where I'm going now, but, um, the initial, the initial idea for both of my books were, they were like kind of taken over by the characters Yeah, and I went with where they were taking me. I was like, all right, so we're going over here. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so neat. And like, what inspired your, uh, first book, Teacher Secret? Um, (laughs) I was thinking something taboo. I really, I was watching Vampire Diaries and Alaric is on there, mm-hmm. um, the teacher. And I was like, he is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I also love Damon. I love, um, you know, so I got, they're all great. But I just thought it was so like uh, the idea of having a taboo teacher student relationship, but I wanted it to be legal and I wanted it to be (laughs) like not creepy we don't want it to be creepy like we want it to be like I can't help myself yeah 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 and I definitely think you did that it was not creepy at Mm -mm. all (laughs) I appreciate that that's what I was going for I was like we can't (laughs) I know we're taboo but like you got to keep it legit no it was hot it was hot as fuck. <laughs> Thank you. That one, I packed it in, but they wanted to do it all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it was clear. <laughs> I would want to do him all the time. 
yeah we love daddy alex oh my god he's so delicious we really do we yeah. really do I um, just, like, was... simone has like the daddy kink so like it made it that much better for her <laughs> i do i loved it it was like age gap mm-hmm. and the way that he became like so turned on by her it was like he was asleep before he met her and then like as soon as they got together mm-hmm. it was just like they were bunnies <laughs> yes and especially like their first um I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that hasn't read it but their first close encounter was yeah. hilarious <laughs> was hilarious <laughs> like it killed me yeah me too me too I was like how do I get him to be like this is fine <laughs> like let's continue with this <laughs> yeah. I mean that's what you'd want you were in that situation you wouldn't want it to be awkward. You'd want it to just continue. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I was like, okay, so she absolutely is crushing, but like he needs to get there and it needs to be something that would just latch onto him. Yeah. So it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of playing around with that whole part. And then it finally was like, this is it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it, was it was like, perfect. it was, I fucking loved that book. Yeah. Thank you. I keep, uh, you were one of the first people to actually read my book. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. God. It meant the absolute world to me because I think that without your encouragement, to be honest, like without you hyping me up and sharing what I wrote, I wouldn't have had the confidence to like continue with writing because I threw it out in the world. And I'm like, okay, if people like it, I'll keep going. And, you know, between you and a couple other people on Instagram, I was like, oh, they're like actually sharing this. I, I think I could do this. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad you kept writing. Yeah. It's seriously. incredible. Honestly, you're one of my yes. favorites. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I like Hell House, it. holy shit, Hell House <laughs> is like top of the charts. I can't believe it. I see it on TikTok and I'm just like, I need that. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, and how did you decide to go like to the dark side? I was in the middle of writing my teacher's dirty secret and my, my husband and I were talking about the seven deadly sins because he had just made dinner and I was sitting there talking about gluttony and I immediately had this massive flash of of Graham in the kitchen with a spatula no so angry at people like not eating his food and I knew I had to make it and I knew I had to go dark because the seven deadly sins are you know like that would be a possession (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay we're gonna start off not as dark but as we go we're gonna get in it yeah so I kind of jumped off the deep end (laughs) oh my that is so cool like how you just like see the flash of the character yeah I love that it came to you it really did I was just sitting there eating I was eating pasta yes. <laughs> and I'm just like it just came to me in that moment and I was like what if all of the seven deadly sins were living together and oh my gosh it was just like immediately I had him in my brain and all the other characters just were like dominoes wow and you did something cool with this book by putting two female leads. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know it's different and out of the box. I was actually worried that it would be a little too much, but mm-hmm. I had so much fun yeah. creating them because they're so different. I thought it was so cool. Like I've never seen that before. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't either. And I was just like, you know, if they're roommates, they're mm-hmm. both a huge integral part to what's going on in the story. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I definitely wanted to follow both of them because I did start out with Salem, but Sky kept popping up. <laughs> she, she just kept knocking at the door and I'm like, all right, all right. I see you. I got oh, I you. <laughs> she is so you can cool. have some eggplants too. Yes. She got a good one. Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> how did you decide like how you're going to divide the guys up? Or did it just like naturally fall into place? It kind of naturally fell into place. Like Pierce bumped into Salem and then mm-hmm. Lucas and Sky had that moment where they encountered each other and everybody else, the way that it unfurled, I was like, okay, we're going to see who has chemistry here and who doesn't. Because I feel like that's very natural because <laughs> if you're thrown into a house you're around all these people. You're going to, you're going to have those differing opinions. You're going to have those um, different personalities. So like, we'll see who has the chemistry and who doesn't, because like when Walker and Salem met, I was like, Oh, these guys are fun. Yes. (laughs) So I love, I love their banter back and forth. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. Um, Are you able to like share anything from the next one? If not, no pressure. It's just me being nosy. Um, I can tell you that it's spicier. Um, I can tell you that it does start with Sloane's point of view. So you get to see characters that we haven't really explored or heard from before as much because Garrison and Sloane are kind of in the background for most of book one. And um, I wanted to give them more of like a slow introduction because I didn't want to overwhelm everybody mm-hmm. with the amount of characters. Yeah. We definitely get to see more of some of well, some of them yeah. more in the second book. Oh, so cool. Is it hard to write that many characters? Um, you know, what has actually helped is I know the, the way that their personality is, is mm-hmm. kind of... Um, around their deadly sin mm-hmm. so it helps to kind of have that as an anchor for me and then sky and salem were very much me it was like i split myself in two <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> I love that. It was, thank you i was like okay salem is gonna get all of my dark emo-ness and she's gonna get like all of my sass <laughs> And then Sky has like all the artsy parts and all the parts that like when people look at you, you know, they expect you to be a certain way. And yeah. she has those expectations on her shoulders. Um, and I felt that with her very much. Um, she she wants to be put in, she, she's in a little box that she put herself in mm-hmm. because of other people. So it's it's fun to like see her kind of push back yeah. uh, against the box. Oh, that is so cool. I love that book. I can't say enough good things about it. So I'm very excited for the next one. Thank you. So when you started writing, what's some advice 
that you wish you had that you would share with new authors coming up? Hmm. Um, stop doubting yourself, mm-hmm. first of all. Um, I think that everybody is highly critical of something that they've written. Mm-hmm. Um, at least if you are first starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, and if it's not your best work, that's okay because you'll find people that will love it. Yeah. You know? Um, so that was something that I had to continuously remind myself of and like opening yourself up to the bookish community, mm-hmm. you know, finding, finding other readers, finding other authors. It's so worth it. You know, it's so like, it can be beautiful mm-hmm. to just embrace that community. And I don't know where I'd be without like some of the relationships that I've developed through like bookstagram and book talk. So yeah. Do you pay attention to like the negative reviews at all? <laughs> it is, it's so hard <laughs> to like um, avoid them sometimes because I'll get tagged. They and, tag you? Yeah. Every once in a while I'll get tagged. I got tagged yesterday and it just kept uh, notifying my phone every time somebody liked or commented on this video and I was just sitting there like looking at it every time my phone went off I'm like thank you for this <laughs> oh my god I'm sitting here trying to write and like it would just go off and I would have to just swipe it because I didn't want to see um people liking the video um it would have been fine if I hadn't gotten tagged because I respect that not everybody is yeah. going to like my book I know it's not for everybody. Like I went into this very aware (laughs) that this is a specific kind of niche. It's, you know, everybody has their own opinions, which are valid, Mm -hmm. but I also don't need to hear about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I have gotten some, like I'll, I'll stumble upon them. Like I, I definitely have gone on Goodreads (laughs) and I've hurt my own feelings. No. (laughs) Yeah. There are some that have made me laugh though. Definitely I was cackling for my first book. Um my first book got this really bad review where she said that she'd never read me again and that something about it was unrealistic. And I was laughing because I had actually gone through the part that she said like in my real life. Like I based it loosely on something that I had actually gone through and I was just laughing. I'm like, well, I'm glad it was unrealistic for you. (laughs) Because I went through it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it felt very real. (laughs) It felt real unless I imagined the whole thing. (laughs) But yeah, I actually, I thought I found that one funny. Yeah. Just because it definitely was something I went through. I'm like, oh. But it's, uh, yeah, the, the negative reviews, sometimes they do hit in a place where you're already, you know, struggling or you're already like, what, what did I even write? And then you see this negative review and you're like, your book was slow. <laughs> it's like, listen, don't kick me. I'm already down. Yeah. Oh, I don't but like, yeah, I, I don't like when they the tag. Yeah. 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 No. Like you're allowed yeah. to not enjoy it like not every book is for everyone but absolutely like, why would you tell the author that <laughs> it makes no 
yeah. right I I guess I don't I I don't know what the reasoning is but yeah feel free to tag me if you loved it though like I <laughs> yeah. love I love hearing from people like there's some people who I've been with them through the whole book like they have they have messaged they have messaged oh. me and they're like I'm just starting it oh my gosh I love this part I love that part and I feel like I'm there with them that so, is so cool I love hearing that Simone was but yeah and if it's like if it's like valid feedback I don't have a problem constructive yeah. criticism I'm absolutely there for it but it's different when it's just like a personal opinion of I didn't like it <laughs> yeah. yeah so even Simone was saying in another interview we did today like the one-star reviews sometimes even motivate us to read it more because yeah. we know you've really pissed someone off and we want to see what it's about <laughs> what did they do yeah <laughs> like yeah. I don't think I've ever rated a book like one star like if I oh. dnf a book I won't rate it I won't leave a negative review I've just I've dnf'd it that's the end of it mm-hmm. yeah like for me to rate a book it's always normally three stars or more like otherwise mm-hmm. I just won't say anything because I don't think think you need to leave negative reviews no. like personally but if I see one that's like one star and it's like what is this I'm like well now I need to read it to find out what it is <laughs> <laughs> now I what was so bad about it mm-hmm. and then I you think read it takes it. a lot it takes a lot to put pen to paper or like um mm-hmm. like if you're typing and you're coming up with an entire story that is so much work that yeah. you're putting in so to me to like uh, to to give it a lower rating for myself for me as a reader mm-hmm. um yeah you'd have to really have pissed me off like, yeah I had to have said something like completely terrible in there <laughs> but yeah some of them are funny like oh no it was spicy or something like thank you I will read that yeah. give me <laughs> yeah I've seen once before and it's like this book was so filthy there was no plot it was disgusting and I'm like I want it sold <laughs> yeah like we even had one author say this person tagged them in like a personal attack slash review like they Mm -hmm. went after their looks and then tied the book review into it it was very it's crazy that's so bizarre that's a level of hatred that like maybe you need to go sit down and think about yourself for for a minute go have a coffee go have a taco yeah enjoy your life We don't need to be attacking the authors and right. like how they look. No. Mm. Listeners, don't tag the authors in bad reviews, please. Yeah, please don't do that. You. No. <laughs> so what's been your like favorite part of this whole journey so far? Um, I think seeing people love the characters the way that I love the characters. Yeah um having to create them in my mind and and spend a lot of time with them (laughs) yeah you you just you you love them and they're like your little tiny babies and then you throw them out in the world Mm -hmm. and then to see people embrace them like I cried when I saw somebody dress up as one of my characters (sighs) I think that was a moment for me that I was just like I was in shock I cried (laughs) Yeah, I think I know the picture. 
She had like space buns in her hair and she was being yes right yes yeah yeah that my was... friend Lonnie um she messaged me and she go, I I didn't even interact with her prior too much um mm-hmm. she arc read and she was one of the first ones to finish the arc and she goes I identify with this character so much I love her would you mind if I dressed up like her and took pictures I was like are you kidding me I love that so she put these little space buns on and I saw the pictures and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Sky. It was so good. Like she did such yeah. a good job. Yeah, she even found art. She like posed next to some art because Sky loves her art. And I just was like, I was crying. Yeah. <laughs> That's like one of the so things. It meant a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Seeing people embrace the characters, I think, mm-hmm. um, is my favorite part. Oh, that is so cool. And do you find it like uncomfortable to write all the sexy scenes or is it something you're like, how far <laughs> can I push this? <laughs> I am the kind of person that I'm like, um, add a little bit more spice and a little bit more spice. <laughs> like, when I wrote in Hell House, I definitely had that moment of like, is this too far mm-hmm. or are people going to love this part and I remember showing, showing my husband and the look on his face was like really <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> I'm like yes yes we're doing this we're going here <laughs> I oh my god was he like like how do I was he into like reading the smutty stuff and he said I did before? a great job yeah he was not like we've read books together that have it like Mm -hmm. I did I I made him read Zodiac Academy with me and he loved it he was very invested good for (laughs) Um, him because those are thick books they are he did the audio he would he would listen to them while he was driving to work and so then he would come back and talk with me because I had already read all of them (laughs) yeah so he was like, okay, I see what you're, you're talking about. And um, so he, he had like some, some background, not like a bunch. Like I, <laughs> I'm immersed, <laughs> <laughs> but like, he, he was like, okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. So then when I was showing him my books, he was like, wow, this is hot. <laughs> I love that. That is so cool. Yeah, and I, I liked it because I didn't like. I felt a little judged, but like, <laughs> but in a way of like, I can't believe you wrote that. Like, you're my wife. <laughs> Who are you? Where did this come from? Exactly. Is this what you want? <laughs> yeah. Is this a hint? <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't know. Or is your name Lucas? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. It's your name. <laughs> he, is, oh. he is the inspiration for a lot of the banter with the guys in Hell House. Um, I remember sitting down and thinking, what would my husband say? <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely had um, like a little bit of like he had some parts in here that I was like, that's definitely what Mr. Dakota would say oh my god that is really neat that you're able to like pull from that yeah I love 
Yeah, he um he's very he's very witty. Yeah. So the Walker scene, I I leaned heavily onto like what what my husband would say, would say. <laughs> Thank you, husband. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we appreciate your service. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was there for it. And I I like I, I gave it to him to read over and he was like, I would say that. I'm on point here because I put it in there because I thought you would (laughs) yeah he had fun with it he he was like that's awesome that he it's like I've I've left so many of my own fingerprints Mm -hmm. all over my work so it's it's nice to see like bits and pieces pop in there Mm -hmm. yeah so like how long does it take for you to write your books? Is it like a quick process for you? Uh, it depends. So my teacher's dirty secret, I started writing in January mm-hmm. and it published in April. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, a, it was a quicker turnaround than I anticipated. Yeah. And then Hell House, I started writing in, well, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote the first part while I was writing my teacher's dirty secret, but I don't really count it. Cause it was like a, it was like a chapter, mm-hmm. but I started writing it in May and it it released. I was done with it in July. That's quick. That's yeah. Really quick. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it depends. Like you have to, sometimes you have to like light a fire underneath my butt, uh, threaten <laughs> me with pictures. <laughs> Because there's definitely times where I'm like, I don't feel like, I don't feel inspired. I don't feel like writing that day. We mm-hmm. went to Europe for like two weeks. Oh. And during that time, I really didn't write. I wrote, I think one day while we were in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. like in the airport, because we were there for such a long time to pass, to pass some chunks of time I was in there writing. Yeah. But other than that, I really didn't write during that time. So it depends. Like there's days where I will, I will churn out like 7,000 words, 10,000 words. And then there's some days where it's like, you got three, <laughs> you yeah. got three words. <laughs> this is all I could give you right now. <laughs> Nothing more. Yeah. And then like, do you put a lot of pressure on yourself as well? When it gets close to the deadline? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I think with this second book, I am feeling way more pressure than I was with the first two because I know that a lot of people have read it by now and I get messages daily (laughs) daily where they're like when is the next book coming out how could you end it like that I need to know right now (laughs) oh my god (laughs) like I hear you oh my gosh I'm sorry it's coming people I'm trying I can only write so fast. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I know where we're going. Yeah. Um, I've got a, a bunch of it written. I'm excited because it does come out in February. I wanted to give myself a little bit more of a chunk of time because, yeah. because I know me and I'm like, I'm going to be stressed. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, I am. <laughs> yeah. Especially because like so many, I have like the outside pressure too, because it's done yes. so well. Yeah. That's, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that's getting to me. Oh I am God. grateful for it because yes. 
I have readers now that are invested. They're invested in the storyline. They're invested with what happens to these characters mm -hmm. and they love it enough to, me to message me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just like, I'm there for it. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's the good kind of stress. Yeah. It's the kind of stress that's like, this is, I'm in a good place. And are you going to stick with the dark genre or are you going to go kind of back and forth moving forward? You know, moving forward, I think that it'll depend. I definitely have so many dark <laughs> ideas um, that are in the works, but I also would love to like pull a Tessa Bailey and just, you know, give you a little bit of a rom-com or something. <laughs> I, I don't really like to be tied down to one genre because there's a lot going up in here. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I, I have a few things in the works. Um, right now I'm doing uh, Queens of Hell House and I'm also working on a sapphic dark romance called Bad Bunnies that is like Harley Quinn times two. Yes. <laughs> so, I was just dressed up as Harley Quinn. So this makes my life. Oh my God. Excuse I'll, me. I'll send you a picture. Oh my gosh, please do. Yeah. Please do. That's how it happened, by the way. I was thirst trapped by my own friends. They, they, were, <laughs> they were sending me pictures. I'm like, you're too pretty. And also I'm loving this mask thing that you've got going on. Mm -hmm. What is happening? I'm getting inspired. And like, it just, it just spiraled. I was on live when I started writing it actually. Um, <laughs> like we were, I was on TikTok live with them and the first sentence just popped in and I was like, oh, we're going, we're going with this. This is happening. That is amazing. We're going to be doing lots of um, kinky stuff. There's um, some rope play that's happening in it. So I'm really excited. Um, and I have to take a pole class for this one. No. So, yeah. <laughs> that is dedication to the craft. <laughs> I was like, I can't write about this without experiencing it yeah. yeah so I want to be accurate when I'm talking about the way that they're they're dancing on the poles mm -hmm. yeah because mm -hmm. they work at a um body positive club mm -hmm. um because a lot of my work we we do like a lot of body positivity a lot of diversity mm -hmm. like a lot of inclusivity um so it was important to me <laughs> to like try and experience it firsthand um so I, I have one coming up <laughs> Oh my God. That's terrifying and cool all at the same time. I am terrified. Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I need to have my husband drive me to it. I'm like, I am worried that I'm going to get dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> like rip to my knees. Yeah. Like, are you going alone too? Or do you, do you have people going with you? No, I'm going by myself. Jesus woman. <laughs> I was like, I was writing it and I'm like, you know, I really, I really should do this. They have a couple pole dancing classes mm -hmm. uh, nearby, like within like an hour drive. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'll, I will pull the, the trigger and I will do this. Mm -hmm. I will do this for the book. For the people. <laughs> that's so, like that's so good though, because you do read books where you're like, that doesn't seem like accurate or like realistic. So the fact that you're actually going to do a class, like it's so good. I love that. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of research. I I I, I strive to be accurate while I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, <laughs> uh, there's a full stick scene that I was like, is this even possible that I had to do research for? <laughs> I was not personally involved in the research, just to clarify. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. Also, like, it is not a how-to. <laughs> like, definitely don't. <laughs> don't take it as instructional in any way. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> But I definitely like my my browser history was like we're we're getting interesting, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, FBI, don't look at it. Just kidding. Don't, don't look. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so exciting though. Like, I can't wait for that one. And there's masks in it, you yeah. say? Yes, yes, multiple masks. <laughs> um, uh, inspired by a, by a couple people on TikTok and. Um, there's like bunny masks and the neon purge masks. Ooh. So I am very excited. Lots of, um, like I said, lots of Harley Quinn vibes. Yes. Um, everybody's just a bit unhinged and we love it. <laughs> that's, that's the best kind of vibes. Yeah. And Simone has a mask kink. So you're really just mm-hmm. ticking yeah. her boxes today. It's just Ooh. selling it completely. Yeah. <laughs> And she doesn't care who's under the mask. She's like, it could be a stranger, but if he's wanting to. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like when we, when I read or I listened to scream for me, I was like, this is hot. I don't even care who they are. (laughs) Like, This is amazing. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, you've got a hot mask on this. Okay. I don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And they're getting like a full length. So that should be good. yes yeah I'm excited about that Mm -hmm. so once our time here is running out what is the last book you read (laughs) um the last book I read was Ghost by Kat Blackburn what is that about uh well Miss Mask Kink friend (laughs) you might love this I'm listening. I'm all ears. I'm ready. It is. It is such a vibe for especially around now because it's like a Halloween uh, town, and a girl goes to this town. She is on the run from her abusive stepfather, and she meets these three, actually four, four mm-hmm. hot men, and everybody goes to an all month long. Halloween party and they dance and dress up and there's masks and like there's all these different groups of people and nobody is supposed to know like who is underneath the mask (gasps) and it's a little bit of paranormal so Mm -hmm. a person underneath the mask might not be an actual person it could be somebody like a demon it, it, it was very good. It was a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to be a series. She, the author is amazing. <laughs> so I devoured that book in like a day. Oh my God. I've never heard it. of it. This sounds incredible. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to read it. I'll have, I'll send it. I'll send you the the link, please. Yeah, absolutely. Please. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you have a favorite author? Oh, that's a hard question. I I enjoy so many different authors and so many different books that um, I couldn't really pick. But I I kind of did like some therapy, some self therapy exploration. Mm -hmm to figure out where I was influenced from. Yeah. And I used to read as a kid, um, there was an author named Caroline B. Cooney mm -hmm. and she had these books that were just short chapters. They kept you interested. Like mm -hmm. I just remember being a kid reading her books and like wanting to know what happened next. Mm -hmm. And that kind of always stuck with me. She wrote like face on the milk carton. It was like in the nineties. <laughs> um, there was like one called Wanted. And I just remember reading these books wrapped, just like I could not get enough of them. And I would go to the, the bookstore and be like, another, sir, <laughs> another. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. That's so cool that like it's it stuck with you throughout the years. And it did, because that's the kind of um, vibe I strove for when I was writing and I was mm -hmm. like I really would like people to be so invested yeah that they just need to be turning the page mm -hmm. yeah oh for sure well you achieved it because I'm obsessed <laughs> thank you yes Simone can attest to it because when I was reading teacher I was like oh my god Smoke, you, you got to pick this book up and I did and, and I loved did. it I was like, thank you. Thank you for telling me to read it. And I was like, you might eat a lot of Mexican while you're reading it, but it's fine. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> oh my God. That bill was so much, but it was worth it. Like I was loving life, reading and eating. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I think that as an uh, author, it's always our job or like our goal to mm -hmm. try and elicit some sort of emotion. So yes. I made you hungry. Like, yeah. <laughs> and hungry someone was all wet for daddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you elicited an emotion, but it wasn't hunger. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I carried it over with Hell House too, because like there's a character that's like obsessed with the, <laughs> the cooking yes. and like the charcuterie. And like, yes, like it's it's in there. <laughs> It is. And I love it. I love food. So I'm like, keep it coming. <laughs> Absolutely. This guy's yeah. amazing. Feed me all the things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, I appreciate you so much for having me on and for reading my books and for just being so supportive. I love you both. We love you. Thank, Thank you, you for coming on. Coming on. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so grateful. Well, have a great night. Thank you. Thank you guys you. too. Bye. 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 Okay. <laughs> what are we going to talk about? The way you just smiled at the camera then with those glasses on gave me Jeffrey Dahmer vibes. Yes! <laughs> and I'm totally okay with that. Fucking right. You know how many people he got in his house with those vibes? Right.
Oh, I, where did I see it? I Maybe I saw it on TikTok or I heard it on the radio. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but there was this guy who was talking about the fact that he learned how to flirt by watching old videos of Ted Bundy and researching serial killers. And because he was, he was struggling to like, actually like, build connections with people. And then he heard that obviously a lot of serial killers are very like charismatic and they seem to like draw people in. So he literally went and did research, like watched old clips and like literally just did research into like their mannerisms and how they like lied victims in, but didn't use it to kill anyone, used it on like dates and stuff. And even just with like other like men to make friends and stuff, just used it to like draw people into his energy. It did it work? Like is he married? Yeah. It worked. Like he literally said like he had more friends than normal. Like he like had like interactions with women, like actually liking him and stuff, which wasn't happening before. Like it literally worked. That's amazing. That's not like advice for anyone. <laughs> don't, don't go Where is he now? I don't know. I don't know but yeah he literally said like you could see the difference like and he said like the more he got comfortable like with those mannerisms and stuff like it just worked even more did he feel authentic so, doing it I don't know I would imagine not I would imagine after a while it probably became like second nature yeah but so if you're feeling lonely <laughs> go Go and emulate a serial killer without murdering anyone. We don't condone I'm that. I'm not endorsing that. Mm -mm. That is one kink I'm going to shame. We will. Killing's not cool, guys. So don't do it. But it's fascinating that he did that. Because yeah. I love a good serial killer documentary. Right? Yeah. And they are super charismatic, like people you would trust. Like when I watched the um, the Ted Bundy one with Zac Efron, mm -hmm. like he wouldn't have even had to have asked me to get in that car. I'd have been sat in there waiting for him when he came back. <laughs> you would take him instead? Yeah, he'd be like, you need to get out. <laughs> but I've already tied myself up. <laughs> hey. hmm. Why? Beats. <laughs> Oh my god. And like back yeah. then too. People hitchhiked and shit. So it would have been yeah. like totally second nature to just get in his car. Yeah. Like that's how a lot of the like Fred and Rose West ones happened, wasn't it? Was hitchhiking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. And there were like security cameras and shit. So this is it. Like if you're so on the side much. of a road. Yeah. Side of a road, no cameras, no one to see you. No one's mm -hmm. gonna know. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, nowadays, like watch out. Everybody you'll get caught in an hour. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally. Not worth it. It's not worth it, guys. Not worth it. No. But watch the shows, they're pretty good. <laughs> And apparently it works if you use their techniques. Yeah, I literally sent someone a voice note the other day 
um, about burying a body mm -hmm. um, because I had an idea of how you could do it like locally to us if you needed to. Not that I ever would or that anyone should, but you know, those thoughts that come into your mind. Um, mm -hmm. And I literally got a voice note back within about five minutes, like, are you okay? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, is this, does not everyone think like this, no? Like this, is it normal? Yeah, maybe I watch too many serial killer documentaries. Oh God, no, you could never be too prepared. Right? Yeah. Especially like self-defense. I feel like you can learn a lot from them because it'll teach you what mm -hmm. angles they come at you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Think like one, don't be like one. Guys. Be like Dwight Schrute. From the office. Oh, American Office. Oh. Dwight. Yes. I haven't watched the American one as much. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. I mean, it's not like Ricky is the gods of all gods, but this one's pretty good. He's probably one of my favorites. And Carl Pilkington from Idiot Abroad. <laughs> yeah. That was, oh my, we still watch it. We love that show. Yeah. It's so easy just to put on like all the time. Yeah. yeah. For sure. They call him like the real, like the real life Homer Simpson. He's yeah, dad, that's very accurate. But very lovable. He is lovable. And he's got a head shaped like a fucking orange. Speaking of older oh. men, would you do older men? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you thinking about that? Uh, no. You sure? Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I don't know. that reaction was... Um... <laughs> It was completely unexpected. It was beautiful. <laughs> but yes, I I wouldn't like never say never because you just don't know. But I don't think I'd go younger. I just no. don't think I could unless they like were really mature. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like guys obviously tend to be not always, but less mature for their age than females. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, older, definitely older. Like, I would say up to, fifty. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good age. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think. I feel like that's, yeah. Yeah. I think mine would be 55 for the top. Yeah. Just because I am a bit older than you yet so we got make up for that gap there yeah yeah I feel like you know mine will obviously go up yeah I'm not getting older no obviously. neither um, am I like fillers yeah. Botox are a friend you know yeah but yeah no I think that would be like my upper age limit and I think if I was to go younger like 26 would probably be like mm -hmm. as young as I'd consider but they'd have to 
not be like a young 26 yeah that's my thing like I would go younger as long as they're not their maturity was more like don't get me wrong I want someone who's like fun and can be silly and Mm -hmm. like all those things but not I don't want them to act like a teenage boy all the time (laughs) yeah yes and like the vibe and energy I feel like that's got to be in sync and sometimes it's not when you Mm -hmm. go younger it takes yeah and it's the like emotional maturity as well is something that Mm -hmm. obviously comes later in life for a lot of people and yeah that's necessary yeah yeah I'd be open to younger as long as yeah we vibed and the maturity and all that shit was was there yeah like probably yeah definitely 20 would probably be my hard youngest limit (laughs) yeah 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 absolutely has to start with a two yeah yeah but yeah no definitely older would be preference for sure yeah I'm cool with either you know because I'm in my 30s so like younger would be like quite the compliment like oh sure darling yeah I, I feel like there is like a point where you reach like and maybe it is like a 30s thing I don't know but I do see a lot of women on TikTok that are like newly single mums in like their 30s and 40s and they're like this like 27 year old wants me and it's yeah. like yeah I can get that vibe like especially the moms because you're like I'm a mom I'm older I like do I still have it yeah yeah I t- I'm not a mom but I totally feel like that would be awesome so yeah that'd be good but yeah yes to older men yes and Dakota wrote about the deadly sins and there's many of them Mm -hmm. and we've been through this you you would have all holes orifices (laughs) body covered get to the brim yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and we know which holes are off limits to you <laughs> yeah my anus is completely off limits but I feel like Don't even try it. my dream is like mmf or mfm so sometimes I'm like oh if I've ever given my dream maybe I would have to to get the full experience like you want like the whole like mm-hmm. double penetration yeah I want I want that I want the MFM so like I have to I feel I've been thinking about this yeah you'd have to give it a go I think at least once like if you're gonna have that MFM mm-hmm. like, you want to try that yeah but I would need warning so I could prepare myself <laughs> mentally for this yeah and like even physically yeah like both like you have to build up to it physically but you have to build up to it mentally if it's something that you have before been like I'm not sure yeah like you can't just suddenly go oh I've changed my mind like mm-hmm. you're still gonna have like mental barrier and chances are like someone's gonna try and go near it and you're gonna be like nope nope, nope. <laughs> what you doing <laughs> yeah so you'd have to like mm-hmm. get used to that yeah, and like sure. I would want to like tighten her up. 
nope <laughs> yeah get away from me yeah <laughs> so I think I would need to plug before mm -hmm. yeah so any guys Definitely. you know I need a warning about yeah. the month please don't just uh that goes for like all women <laughs> warning is generally a good idea yeah don't just shove it in there yeah like <laughs> let's talk about it first guys yeah consent and then also like lube and like get it ready don't just prep me <laughs> yeah because oh we read a book and he just went in there I think by Tate Monroe and we were like blown away with how he was just like I'm going in your ass yeah this is happening yeah we we're like holy shit yeah and when they're like um like in the books like don't get me wrong it's normally pretty hot in a book mm -hmm. um like just spit on it and then just shove it in and I'm like that's gonna hurt that's gonna hurt <laughs> like, don't just you do that to me that, you're not going in there that dry that is not happening no oh my god mm -mm. so and like when you're prepping like I would start with like the baby is fun but how mm -hmm. big do you go to prep as, as, I would if you're prepping for a penis yeah a big one then probably. yeah then I would probably like if you get one of the like sets like the one that I have which has got like the three plugs in I would probably want to work right the way to the top before I had a pee. As long as long or as short as you like, I guess. Like whatever you feel comfortable with. Fascinating. I would assume like once you feel like you're happy with the one that you've been using and it's comfortable, then try the next one up, I guess. Maybe switch it up to be rude. <laughs> so, um, ages twenty to fifty-five. <laughs> um, you know, girthy but not too girthy. Yeah, like length isn't like a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Not for that. But like girth is for sure a win. Like always, and they. Mm -hmm. I am a sucker for a veiny penis. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I used to be quite picky, cut, uncut. The more I watch my male porn, the more I don't mind it. Yeah, I'm not really bothered. Like, the only, I just don't like really thin penises. They creep mm -hmm. me out. Like, it's really creepy. Mm -hmm. No, I get I that. Know. That's fair. Yeah. Girth, veins, cut, uncut. Yeah. Age 26 to 50 for Simone, 20 to 55 for me. You know? Mm, yeah. Maybe I would lower the 26 if it was right, you know? Yes. But older is definitely mm -hmm. more my bag. Emotional intelligence has to be there for me. Emotion, mm -hmm. yeah. And I don't know, 
I'm thinking like daddy kink. Yeah. I don't know like how I would feel about that if they were younger. I mean, obviously if they had like older vibes, it would be mm-hmm. okay. But I might feel weird if they actually like younger. I never thought about that. Hmm. I think about these things. <laughs> I feel like, again, I'm more open because I feel like, I don't know, it's a weird, I don't want to say age thing, but it's just, because mm-hmm. probably yeah. five years ago, I would have been very similar. And now I'm like mm-hmm. entering my mid to late 30s. And I'm like, who wants to be a daddy? <laughs> whatever, whatever you are. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm not going to enter my 30s. Mm-hmm. I decided had a conversation the other day. Yeah. I just don't think it's fair. No. So, yeah. I'm I think I'll stop at 40 because they say like 40, the sex is even better. So, if I stay at mm-hmm. 40, it's always going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, you'll be forever 29? Or are you going to hit 30? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. That's fair. It depends what depends what day you ask me. Fair. <laughs> like I don't have like I don't think that is old. Like I don't think being in your thirties is old. Like mm-hmm. for me, it's about the whole like little space thing. <laughs> oh yes. Like in my head, half the time I'm like five. <laughs> of being 30 I'm like oh no <laughs> oh yeah for sure that would be fucking creepy yeah thinking like in your mind if you're five and then it just seems so far off yeah like an old person mm, yeah we used to for the rest of the time I'm like yeah cool that's fine 30s yeah. <laughs> Just hit 30. It'll be fine. Yeah. And then freeze. Yeah. That sounds perfect. I'm getting to that. Perfect. So now that you guys know our ideal mates. <laughs> now that we've put out a dating application, apparently. <laughs> um, we don't want dick pics unless we consent. And we would like to get to know yeah. the person first. Mm-hmm. before that's even a topic yeah you might have like the nicest dick I've ever seen but if we don't vibe then I don't care mm-hmm. bad energy is bad energy yeah and it goes into your penis if we feel the bad energy it does but if we if we vibe and you have a nice penis can we both see it <laughs> Because we share things. Last episode, you would have heard that too. Yeah, exactly. So either send it to one of us and let us know it's okay for us to both see it or send it to both of us and then we can have a discussion. Yeah. Obviously, we wouldn't share it with anybody else. Just between us. (laughs) But only (laughs) after we've declared the vibes acceptable. Yes. Correct. Ugly vibes, ugly dick. 
see it just trickles it's a domino well speaking of multiple men do i have some book recs for us today <laughs> do i ever so obviously read everything from dakota because she has age gap for her first one and then reverse harem why choose yellow for her um latest release uh, I also recommend Ours by A.K. Rose. It's book three in her series. If you haven't read book one or two, don't book, read book three right off the bat. That'd be weird. Inevitable by Astra Rose. It's the follow-up to Step Bully. It's a stepbrother romance plus the stepbrother and the best friend who's a dude. Sucky sucky. Mm -hmm. All the way. Oh, I yeah, it's delicious. Fucking delicious. Um, what else? So I haven't read it yet, but it's out. The Devil's Shadow, which is book two, um, from Maggie Bonnet. Again, MM, MFM. Yep, white shoes, yellow, whatever the fuck you want to call it, reverse harem. Again, it's book two. And she's a curvy lead and it's like Omega. Read book one first, obviously. And then I haven't read it yet, but it's on my TBR, Bloodshed by Molly Doyle, which is the full length of Scream and Melt for Us. Yeah, I haven't read it yet, but it is it is up there on my TBR for sure. I need it. We need them. Yeah. Like, I'm not into FMF, but I would with US, like, not sexually, but like, if the five of us, you yeah. know, got together. Yeah, for sure. Like, and like, us two I shared could... the three. Yeah, I could see that for us, for sure. Yeah, yeah that'd be fine. So, again, add that to our application. Yeah, you need to be willing to share us. Mm -hmm possible mass kink a little mm -hmm. bit of primal yeah. mm -hmm. yes and you like if you were to go like if you go through like the episodes mm -hmm. and just like all the things we've spoken about add them to a list mm -hmm. and involve sharing with us too like you're onto a winner for us yeah and like if you want to make out as well with the other yeah. guys or <gasps> let us peg you. Oh, yes. Yes, please, please, please. That is on our wish list. Yeah. If there's three of them, we could both peg one each, like, at the mm -hmm. same time, while the other guy just, like, does some stuff, you know? And I would high-five the shit out of you while doing it. <laughs> yes. We fucking did it. Like, this is life goals for us. <laughs> Please. We've tried to ask our fr guy friends, and they've kindly so said no. So far, only one is game for us pegging him. <laughs> yeah, only one. And let's be real. We need two, so one each. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if anyone else wants to come forward. <laughs> yeah. 
I even asked one, I said, just for like 29 seconds, they're like, how about zero seconds? <laughs> okay. Just know it would feel so good for them. Yeah, because your G-spot's there. Right. Yeah. Embrace like, I have watched many a video with pinging it, mm -hmm. and they all love it. They love yeah. it. Well, you can love it too. It'd be like me working up to anal. We could work up together. Right? Like what a bonding journey. We could become great friends in this experience. <laughs> Those are the kind of friends that everyone needs. Mm -hmm. You know your friends when you could yeah. prep the peg together. Get yourself a friend who will let you peg them. Mm-hmm. Will you be our friend? <laughs> this has really gone down a dating application route yeah. that I was not expecting today. And like, we're not even like actively <laughs> looking, but you know. We're not actively looking, but we're going to put some feelers out there. Yeah, like we're not opposed to feelers, guys. If the energy's right. Never say never. Never say never. Oh my God, what band sang that song? Justin Bieber. Yes. He's Canadian. Come Can on. Represent. I know we have like Bieber balls, like from Tim Hortons. You've sent me pictures before. I have. I'm obsessed. Yeah. So yeah, never say never, guys, as Justin Bieber would say. We wouldn't rule anybody out. If they had good energy. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all we're asking. Some good energy and that is Peggy. Mm -hmm. Minor detail. Everything else is negotiable. Mm -hmm. We can make a list. Yeah. Like Simone doesn't Between like us. in her mouth. Yeah, exactly. Between us, we have like a little bit of variety in our kink. So Absolutely. there'll be something for everyone. Yeah. And like... I got big tits, you know? Those yeah. can be used. I wear sweaters a lot. Yeah. It's cold here in good old Canada. I almost called it calendar. <laughs> Inside joke with us. Um, but yeah. I got my they Instagram, are... I post the tits on Tuesdays. And as someone who has seen all of them, they are spectacular. Thank you. Um, you should absolutely get involved. See? Another selling point. Hey, it's to be a friend. The <laughs> <laughs> bonding experience. It is. It is. And in the spirit of fairness, Kiki has seen me naked. <laughs> I have. And oh, it oh, is oh, just oh. delectable, guys. Let me tell you. I won't share too much because you got to keep something for the bedroom. All about the not giving the cow away for free again. Yes. We're keeping our fucking cow. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you'll see Simone on OnlyFans by now. Who knows? By the time this goes out, I could be driving a Range Rover. Mm-hmm with like an orgy room in her new mansion 
yeah for sure mm-hmm. full-on sex dungeon oh my god that'd be so much fun <sighs> yeah as soon as it came out of my mouth I was like oh I like that there's a show on Netflix about making sex rooms yes I haven't watched it I haven't seen it but I saw someone posted on Instagram about it they said it was really good I haven't watched it because I'm like mm. no I- would it interest me if I if it's not mine yeah this is it like I want my own yeah I want my own like these are great ideas but now I'm jealous yeah like this is great but how does that help me exactly it doesn't fucking Netflix (laughs) (laughs) so that's us in a nutshell yeah let's uh let's take a turn (laughs) I liked it and maybe you guys love it Again, ages 20 to 55. <laughs> Emotional intelligence has got to be there. That maturity has got to be yeah. there. Um, good, good vibe. Yeah. Let us beg you. Between those ages, slide on in. Yeah. To the DMs. Not into us. It's consent first. <laughs> Simone yes. preaches this slide. every episode. You do. Um, I heard you. Always. Always. At this point, I might get it tattooed on me. If you don't mind, in case I forget. Oh, we're going to just get a t shirt. Yes. And then I will just not say anything and just be like, fuck, just walk around in parks with it. Like, I mean, that is a conversation starter. <laughs> like, what's the safe thing? The thing is, that would probably give you a pretty good idea who's into kink. Yes. You know? I would be like was a an good... easier way to tell who was into it. I was literally thinking about this today. Yeah. Like, literally, was in Starbucks thinking about this. Because I was like, if you were, like, branching out and dating... Like, and you were specifically looking, I know there's like, you have like fat life and stuff, but they don't always, like, there's not always positive stories. Like, and I, I've never used like Tinder or anything like that. So I don't know if there's any like identifiable things on there, but like, there needs to be something like a sign or a system. Or, yeah. Like, because like, I don't want to vibe with someone and then, and they turn out to be like the most vanilla person in the world and I'm like this is great but I have many a kink I need fulfilled <laughs> exactly and then all that time's wasted mm-hmm. yeah exactly there needs to be something yeah so like this is the real life like salacious players club like with the app and yes. like the meet people and stuff like yeah that is what we need yeah we I need the app like honestly nobody's taken that idea and ran with it yet maybe there is maybe there is like uh you need like a tinder but for kink essentially that's not fet life because i've heard i've not heard good things yeah i've had horror stories honestly if anyone knows of any (laughs) slide on in to the dms and let us know so simone doesn't have to wear that shirt everywhere (laughs) so i don't have to see before See other people do it essential t-shirt will draw in some people 
with like a plaid mini skirt and your knee high socks. <laughs> That's literally my outfit. <laughs> I mean, it would attract something, I'm sure. <laughs> oh my God. I would need you to FaceTime me for that. I would need to see everything. <laughs> the looks of people, your reaction to the looks of people. Yeah. I mean, it probably wouldn't be appropriate around children. <laughs> so don't go to the school. Go pickups and stuff. <laughs> oh my god. No, we can finally say out this out. never come back here. We might be able to find out about Shoelace Guy though, if I wore that. Yes. He's not been back since. No. Not yet. Still waiting. Somebody tied up her shoelace for her. Yeah. Because she literally was struggling to do up my shoelace. <laughs> That's another story for another day. Um, and he knelt on the floor in the rain and took my foot and did up my shoe. And I immediately I... went, Daddy, he's a daddy. <laughs> and I nearly died. And I was a busted mess trying to thank him. I would have died. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm... again, immediately voice noted Kiki. <laughs> and I immediately said, he's a daddy. <laughs> yeah. It has to be. Yeah. Because I live by school and I've never seen anybody do that. Was <laughs> <laughs> it by a stranger's shoe? No, never at the school pick up. When no. I look out the window, have I seen that? Never has anything happened like that in my life, ever. Oh my God. So she's yeah. waiting for him to come back. That sounds really creepy. <laughs> to tie her other shoe. Still grabbing my shoelaces undone all the time now. <laughs> in the someone will tie them and then do a stomp to really like show your anger yeah that's us again ages 20 to 55 you don't have the message by now move on because you clearly don't have the emotional intelligence we're looking for oh. and if you cannot tie a shoe with that subtlety keep on walking yeah if you're not willing to just do random things like that for me without warning yeah not interested <laughs> move along move along you guys should know none of this was planned I think this is the most unplanned, mm -hmm. off-script episode we've ever done. Yeah. And, and I'm here for it. It's quite the goldmine. Apparently, when we uh, don't plan things, you learn a lot about us. <laughs> now, if somebody can make an app like Salacia, yeah. that would that be would really be helpful. Like, we can help with, like developing it and stuff just not the actual software side 
because clearly oh, we know someone that's good at like coding and software and stuff I wonder if they could do it I will slide in yeah the DMs absolutely because that slide same in. person is the same person that will not let me peg them <laughs> yes. so there'll be no other sliding yeah if you won't let me peg you then you need to create an app <laughs> for people to use to find kink partners thank you and I will be voice noting that to said person as soon as we're done here. Yeah, can you do it in the group? Because I need yeah. to see the response. Um, 110%. Anyone that's watching this that's in a group chat with us is going to be like, is it me? Did they send me this? <laughs> well, Not it is the you, the one person. <laughs> That makes it sound like we have many group chats. <laughs> They're not sexual other than our chat to each other. That's just our, our individual chat. Mm -hmm. She called me a good girl. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I go like full on sexy voice, good girl. Mm. She I love getting her work done. Yeah. Out of the blue, sometimes she'll just voice make me something like some kind of praise, mm -hmm. and then I just die. <laughs> and you know, consent is there. Should she need it? Uh, yeah, we have like full consent, <laughs> mm -hmm. open consent, and we don't abuse the power. That's the thing with open consent, people. You can't mm -hmm. abuse it because then it's gone. Exactly. So you got to be willing to share us and be okay with that. You know? Yeah, you need to be okay with us sharing our sexual energy with each other. Mm -hmm. Because it's because gonna happen stop. regardless. <laughs> yeah. That's that's not ending anytime no. soon. We like it too much. I think this might be our longest episode too. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm not cutting any of this. This is no. gold. No. And like, it's right mm -hmm. before the holiday season. Let's get you guys a little frisky. It's American Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Christmas. We have um, bonfire night over here. Yes. That's actually this week. Is it? That will have already been by the time this comes by out. By the time this comes out, it's already been. And Simone had a great fucking time. <laughs> I probably saw some fireworks. Nobody is to hang you over fire, though, unless it's me, please. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. That's my only request for when you go. Or, I mean, when you've already been. I hope <laughs> nobody did that. They did not, I can assure you. Do you have Black Friday in the good old UK? Is that a big thing? What? Oh, Black Friday in the States. It's after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And people trample on each other and you see it on the news. I, yeah, we see it on the news here, like mm -hmm. the stuff in the States. Um, it's not it's not that extreme here. It is a thing. Um, and a lot of shops do it. Mm -hmm. There was a video a couple of years ago, um, just before COVID, I think it was, there was one um and there was a video of someone punching someone in the face in a supermarket over the last TV. <laughs> in the uk 
Yeah. Um, crazy to me. <laughs> um, yeah. And some of the like higher end like clothing stores, people will like queue outside from like 5 a.m., mm-hmm. even if it doesn't open till like 7 a.m. Um, but I think mostly people just do like the Amazon, like Black Friday sales. That's yeah. what I do. I just do online. I'm not, uh, why would I need to leave the house? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally what Amazon is for. Yeah. No, thank you. Like, and if you spend enough, you get free delivery. Yeah. And I literally keep my recycling men um, in business with <laughs> Amazon boxes. Yeah. Like we're helping the economy by ordering online and we're staying warm yeah don't come at me with the whole like you should be supporting small businesses don't buy an amazon shit because like i can get something tomorrow Mm -hmm. on amazon and a lot of small businesses use amazon now yeah they do Mm -hmm. amazon warehouses are wild (laughs) yeah i've heard a rumor they'd be bumping and they sell sex toys on Amazon, guys. That's where I got most of mine from. Yeah. I think I got... The plugs was from Amazon. My wand was from Amazon. My suction cup dildo was from Amazon. That's fabulous. The wand's down. Mm, yeah. Oh, my Lush, your favourite thing in the world, was from that. Amazon. Two seconds as well, and I threw it piece of shit was the other person alarmed yes they were I said nope <laughs> nope sorry bro <laughs> so again that's us 20 to 55 <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was, I'm just going to say it because I know she's going to fucking say it again. <laughs> if you haven't gotten the hint, keep on scrolling. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to make like a montage of you saying, so that's us, <laughs> 20 to 55. Could you? I think we need to make it very clear. Yeah, we can just post that all over the kinks page. <laughs> Because we do have some boundaries in life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. willing to peg. Because we could bond together, you and I, prepping for such an experience. Yeah. Minor detail. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. So, I'm all about sharing. Mm-hmm. All about the sharing. Yeah, it's caring. It's the holiday season, you fucks. Yeah. I can give a little give a little Jesus <laughs> we give all the time Simone squirted for us do you know how much hardship I had to try and try and try she struggled you know yeah but she did it well dressed fucking <laughs> dressed yeah did you ride a pillow while doing it or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just I read it in a book that I was reading recently. 
and it just came oh. to my mind this chick wrote a pillow while she was hmm. pulling the butt plug out and it was his pillow and he had a camera in the room and was watching her do that to his oh. pillow while pulling it out yeah apparently like um with like anal beads and stuff if you pull them out like literally as you orgasm it's supposed to make it like twice as strong fascinating Mm. but no I was not riding a pillow on this occasion thank you for clarifying it's a burning question <laughs> Ooh, also sarcasm and pearls reached out to us and we'll post it once they arrive but she made the cutest fucking tumbler mugs I'd ever seen literally like I can't like they've got our names on and little pictures of us too and oh I can't it's and just the best thing hugs. ever yeah. <laughs> and the little um the Ouija board thing that says good girl literally the second I saw that it said good girl I was like oh my god this is the best mug ever oh my god and I was like the Ouija board thing I was like that is legend like that our vibe yeah that with good girl on is literally just our vibe it is yeah yeah oh my god it has everything like once they come yeah we'll post but she gave options like there's like four different options and they're personalized so we each picked a different one yes they're amazing and i also have her demons in my bed by Britt andrews tumblr and it's yes. gorgeous and it fits yeah. two cans of nude vodka soda comfortably in it for a little holiday treat <laughs> that right there is life lessons with ice and it's stainless steel inside so it keeps its temperature oh. and it comes with a yeah. lid with a straw that's reusable that's so good mm-hmm. love that yeah she makes some good shit and she, i think she's doing a holiday sale so check out her instagram page mm. sarcasm and Pearl. Definitely check her out. some of it is like it's just incredible she's so fucking nice and the like the frosted mugs she does too they're gorgeous yeah Gorge. yeah go and check her out mm-hmm. she's legend yeah once we get them we'll show you yeah absolutely yeah so that's us, ages 20 to 55. <laughs> oh, I fucking love you. <laughs> love you too, bitch. <laughs> that's all I if got. If you've made it this far, you deserve a medal. <laughs> Fuck, we should be in Guinness. This is our longest episode. Guinness. yeah it's absolutely i'm not cutting any of it they're gonna listen to all of it mm-hmm. if you're listening and watching and you're still here now listening and watching why we don't know how boring is your life <laughs> <laughs> but we might make an app with the person that won't let me peg them yeah oh my god that would be amazing if we could make that app yeah there's like algorithm and shit that's way above my brain capacity we might have to rope in multiple people 
Yeah. Because we've got someone who can do like the technical like programming side, but we might oh, need someone. I know a stats guy. Oh, okay. This Excellent. person maybe went to four stat classes in college and passed. <laughs> Meanwhile, so, I was getting like extra help to fucking do stats in college. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. like I'm like the social studies language arts gal. Science and math. Don't yeah. put me in an operating room. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Have you watched Dr. Death? That's a good that's another documentary. If you guys want to learn how to change your personalities to get people to trust you, Dr. Death, he would do surgeries high and shit. And oh. on his friends that knew he would be high. And made them paralyzed. Because he like was like, no, I'm fine. I do this all the time. Yada, yada, yada. Best friend paralyzed now. My God. It's crazy. I did not know about this. Yeah. There's a doc on him. I watched it a couple months ago. Or And there's also podcast episodes somewhere on the internet. But yeah, he like... And because the American hospital system, sorry, guys, you're a bit corrupt. It's all about the money there and big pharma. And if you have like big names or like accredited people, you get more money donations flowing in. And this guy like claimed he was accredited from the fucking king of the world. So hospitals would hire him for it and then people would die. So he has got charisma. That is just proof that you can charm your way anywhere. Yes, and not get reported. You'll just get sent yeah. down to a lower level hospital with less funding. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. These people die, so mm-hmm. just go and play. Yeah. yeah. Very like Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy vibes for sure. Mm-hmm. Just different yeah. setting. Anyway, happy holidays. And on that cheery note, <laughs> ages 20 to 55, not serial killers. We're going to put that, nip that in the bud right there. We'll it will be one of the first he asks you anyway. It is. I asked one of my best friends that when I first met them. Well, I got to make sure. Do you, do you think if you asked a serial killer, they would say yes? I think they'd be so shocked that, that was one of my first questions that they might <laughs> just accidentally be like, yeah, oh, wait, what? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> this opens up yeah. another can of worms. Because would you date a serial killer knowing it's a serial killer? If he was Are good they- to you. It's like one of those book boyfriends. That are serious. Yeah, so I'm like thinking. And are they killing randoms or are they killing bad people? Like, what's the? Yeah, what's the mo? Yeah, because like we know that I love cash. Um, in cruel. Yeah. By Audrey Rush, and he isn't like um like a lot of the book boyfriends kill like bad people. Mm-hmm. He kills people. Yeah, he just does it. And I just love that. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I also don't mind that. But would I date 
someone in real life that did that. That's a quite the risky life. Would yeah. I be an accomplice if I knew? This is it. If you know you're an accomplice and if you piss them off, they might murder you. Yeah. So um, just under other, mention what type of serial killer you are. <laughs> and we'll decide. I already have a track record for um, attracting the unhinged, so I don't want to attract anymore. She does. I thought it was on her profile page. And I said, you should probably take that down. And it turns out it wasn't. It wasn't. Apparently it's just a vibe. <laughs> she only has so much room for those people. I'm at max capacity. Oh, she is. <laughs> Um, and I just don't care for it. So I would just um, not respond. Just don't try. Just don't even try. Don't try. It's not worth your time. Sorry, not sorry. She might just swear at you in Hindi if you try. Yeah, I learned that the other day. From Infectual Dom. Spoiler alert, that's my bestie. <laughs> Who I asked if he was a serial killer. <laughs> we'll teach you how to swear in another language. Yeah. Like, oh, pussy fucker. No. Simone sent me something and it was a Morse code and I acted like I didn't know what it said. And I said, Simone, I Googled it and it meant this in Hindi. Something to do with. Pussies and fucking pussy and yeah, yeah. And Simone's like, "Am I having a stroke right now? Is that <laughs> what it means?" And I couldn't stop laughing. This conversation has gone wild. I don't know what's happening. I don't understand. Legit, am I having a stroke? <laughs> this is what she typed to me. I get confused easily. <laughs> and then I was like, "Nah, just kidding." <laughs> But I just learned this word. <laughs> if you're watching, she just had a stroke. <laughs> Disclaimer, I'm fine. <laughs> Happens all the time. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> we should really go. Yeah, we should. So we're going to take a bit of a break over the holidays. We might have a special. We may or may not grace you with a holiday special. Mm -hmm. And if we do, expect alcohol. There's no alcohol with this episode. Not that you'd believe it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So imagine, imagine this for an hour. No interviews, just us. Holiday special drinking. Yeah. We might read to you. We might sing. Oh my god, we should read to them. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll put you to fucking sleep. <laughs> Why did that turn me on? Because I was going to like go into my good girl voice, and then I stopped. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna go there. I think I could tell. <laughs> That's just for Simone's ears for now. Well, great chat. Yeah. Um, 
Enjoy your holidays. Don't trample anybody at Walmart. It's not worth it. Because you Don't can buy that. it online. Amazon. And we're not sponsored by them. We just like Amazon. We just like Amazon. Yeah. So do you want to remind us about consent, S? If you haven't already understood, same, same, consensual. Don't engage in sex. Just don't. And if you want if you to, just get a t-shirt made. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>